<coughs> Let's go. Aye. Was it a non like black esque type Coke? The purpose of this recording is to improve your love life through hypnosis. KTBR Break Room. Let's move on, cause it's time to move on. Hear the drummer get wicked. Excuse me, motherfucker. Do you like jelly beans? He was like, yeah, but not the black and the green ones. Motherfucker, who said I had Easter jelly beans? <sighs> to make a long fucking story short, I put a whole bag of jelly beans up my ass. And it's 24 hours later and I, don't, I ain't find none yet. room. Anywhere and everywhere, the savage forces of General Warhawk threaten the peace-loving people of the world. There's only one man to call. Get me the break room. What am I asking? Canyons of skyscrapers to the canyons of remote mountain peaks. Liberty's champion is unstoppable. The break room. Helped by the mechanical genius known as Charles. And the master of disguises named Dr. Franken 13 Stein. The honor-bound protector of the innocent. The break room. The force of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasting live from the break room towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark the Bus, Thomas the Tank, and Dirty Dirty Dustin. Put in my ass, put in my ass. <laughs> Episode 242 of The Break Room. Mm-hmm. Two, four, two. That's too many two, twos. Two. <laughs> Welcome back to this dumb show. What a bad fucking week. Let's <laughs> just call back like to the first episode, I believe. Episode zero, zero. One you'll zero, never hear. Zero, 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 one. Then or worse now? I bet this week's worse than that week. Yeah, this week is a bit more of a swift spiked or steel, uh, steel toe booted kick to my nuts. Do you remember what it was fucking? that made that such a bad week, that first episode? Uh, I don't know if I remember every detail. Because I have the memory of a gnat. I know it had something to do with washer and dryer or it was, an appliance of some sort. Yeah. Are you like asking me because you want to tell me or do you no, know I'm not if remember? You just remember? Okay. I don't remember. Uh, no, it was because God. I had, you know, the it washer. He wasn't even on the show back then. Well, I know. I, I'm just I asking if he it. was trying to. Don't remember. He was going to relay the details or, yeah. you know. No, you got At ahead. any rate. No, that it was wash, your bad fucking week. It we'll was my bad fucking it. week. It was the washer and dryer that I had that ended up selling to you. Um, that I had had that at that time at that apartment. Yeah, broke. Not my fault. That's what you have a homeowner's warranty for. Totally your fault. I didn't uh, have that, though, so. <laughs> Buddies. But, uh, no, the apartment I moved out of, they came back to me after they did the final assessment of, you know, like, how many light bulbs did you not replace and all that bullshit. They claimed I stole their washer and dryer, even though I hadn't done that. And oh, That's uh, right. <laughs> and even though I had my own and I had the proof, like, receipts and such. Yeah. Uh, and they could not prove to me, like, they had no serial numbers, things like that. It's so. possible that 
to make Justin a long, long I episode short. An affidavit that said we saw you take it. <laughs> it's probable, actually. And that's when I stuck wasps in your anus. You think I give a shit? Is that an actual burp, or was that Tom's burping in the nest? Oh, I didn't. You think burp? I give a shit? You think I give a shit? <laughs> Sound like you. That's dismissive, Mark. So belching and then talking about not giving a shit. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <clears throat> Any VMs this week? Oh, what's a VM? Veronica Mars? We have no mm-hmm. Veronica Marses. You know what the VMs are. Do we? Yes. <laughs> you know what those are, because we ask every week. Do we know what they are? I ask you every week, and then you look, and then you see if we have them or not. No, we have a bunch of SMS messages, mm-hmm. but uh, they, don't re- <clears throat> they do not apply to this show. They only apply to a certain other show. Ah, uh, okay. Well, we'll wait on that, then. It's I'm Twitter notifications. Fucking ass. Uh, no, we haven't had a question of the week in a while, and today's Swift Steel Boated still boated and booted, kicked my nuts, uh, brings us up. And it's, do we put too much value on home ownership? Yep. That's too succinct an answer. Because, uh, let me explain. I mean, I know you guys know, but the viewers don't know. And I should explain myself. Listeners. Uh, I know they're not viewers. There's no periscoping tonight, so. But they might be viewers, viewers in the short future. Um, in what way? They still won't be viewing this episode. We're going to get one of those cam girl accounts. What is that? You like pay him dollars to get nude or whatever. There's one that follows this on the uh, <clears throat> on the uh, uh, Brewbloods show account. Today I opened up Twitter on the Brewbloods and it was on there. Yeah. And just a picture of tits. And yeah. it's like, what the hell is this? I was like, yeah. happy Thursday to me. Over there. It's like, Cam there Girl, was, you like. There was someone standing behind him and he was like, where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't, I don't look at these things. <laughs> It's disgusting. Some, some girl from Fort Worth who followed us. Uh, mm. We've had all these random beer accounts follow us, and that was that one of them was. I just hey. ra- I just follow everybody back. Yeah. One of them was Cam Girl that you know posts all these boob pictures. So you know, well, bam! Happy Thursday morning. Thomas had pit, Pig Fucker following him for a while, so that's true. Everybody gets somebody weird. Do you does Pig Fucker still follow you? I have no idea. Mm. I don't pay attention to my followers at all. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! That's a bold claim. That is. I'm just saying, I never look at so. That. Anytime Marcus uh, actually promotes his Twitter account at the end of the episode, ignore that. Yeah. Because he I doesn't give a shit. Thomas doesn't pay attention it. to you. I said I don't, I don't look at who's following me all the time. Thomas does not pay attention to you. Um, <laughs> Shut up. At any rate, uh, no, today, this week has been a bit of a swift kick to the nuts because we replaced an upstairs toilet recently because the other one had pretty much gone to shit. Uh, it's already stinking, um, smoking hot in here. You're right. Oh, get those. Time to get naked. Taking off all my clothes. All right. That's even more reason to leave it up, right? <laughs> um, but anyways, we had to replace the toilet, and we had a clog this week that we thought was a clog. <laughs> it's a toilet. Did you pull your pants down? What do you start getting naked? Uh, what's happening? That's a relief of all the cool air in your scrotum. Why is Hungry Eyes playing? I don't know, for background music. Okay. And I felt like looking up Pump It Up like Mark <laughs> wanted to. Oh God. Mark is looking for something else instead of telling a no. story. Why? One more ten on hungry eyes. So, what happened, Mark? So you replaced the toilet. You did? Didn't you? Why are you not talking? What's going on? Thought so, we were talking about hungry eyes. Because we got off track a little bit. <laughs> like you're not infamous for. Like that doesn't happen. All I never the do that. Fucking time. <laughs> oh, you're offended because we got off your story. I'm sorry. I never do. Sorry to bother you. Tell us more about your deucer. <laughs> Tell us more about how your shit won't. All right, we can your ignore bites. the question week. That's fine. We can ignore it. Let's go. Let's we're talking on. about it. No, we're moving on. We're talking about your question. All right. 
Why are you getting all angry? You guys seem annoyed by the story, so I was going to move on. I wasn't annoyed at all. What are you we talking just got about? sidetracked. <laughs> we got sidetracked by hunger, guys. <laughs> Which can happen. I'm not sure I can blame anybody for that. I was going to say, okay, why would you get mad about you that? Go. At any rate, um, we thought it was just a simple clog, and that my auger that I have was not long enough because I knew it was the bathtub and the toilet were not draining it simultaneously. First you right? reach your hand all the way down there. Yeah, right? I put my hand in there, and then I put my hand in the bathtub. Couldn't and then you put far. your hand in your mouth. And then, yeah. Oh, <laughs> then I stuck the auger in my butt. Like, it doesn't taste completely like shit, yeah. so then it must I, be going down some. I stuck the auger in my butt, and then I stuck it in my mouth to see how far it would go, and still wasn't long enough. Then you auger all the way from your ass through your mouth? Uh, no, I went the opposite way. Oh, okay. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> swirl the auger <laughs> enough to really... I couldn't get a good grip on it. For some reason, you went through your entire body, yeah. then through the actual I toilet. Felt, I felt a little weird asking like, my wife to auger me. You're like, it's, it's weird. It's weird that it doesn't go far enough down yeah. the pipes. So I had to get a professional, well, a professional anus <laughs> auger. And uh, he came out. Did he have the auger go through his body and then through the toilet? <laughs> now he's a professional. He's, oh, okay. he's thoroughly tested all augers <laughs> on his own body in his own time. He knows he can just go directly in. Yeah. Okay. He, he's fully aware of what auger models uh, penetrate his anus <laughs> sufficiently and clear him out. Um, but no, he came and we thought it was just a clog. Turns out it wasn't. That started out just with a $4,000 bill. He thought it was a certain thing that part of our piping... You know, technical plumber talk, like something was off kilter and it wasn't draining efficiently. <laughs> it ain't draining right. It ain't draining 4K. right, boy. Yeah, shitter's full. Uh, so he's like, well, my, my boss wants to come out Thursday and check it out, and I would appreciate his opinion. So he came out uh, today, and or sorry, yesterday, I guess it was. I'm getting my days confused. No, like it was, it was, today. I'm sorry, it was today. He came out to your house. He came out today. Oh, he, okay. came, he came to the house today. Okay, not he may that have come out on his own time. Okay. No, and then my wife, uh, my wife, uh, <laughs> she texted me. She's like, well, it's a lot more. And I was like, what does that mean? She was like, the bill went from about $4,000 to $19,000. <laughs> That's and powerful. basically what they had done was stuck a, one of those cameras down there, which is longer than an auger, <laughs> uh, and they tested on the plumber's butt. Uh, but that was a weird sound. <laughs> Uh, stuck vegetables in my ass. Um, no, they found out that all of our iron, our, our cast iron piping. That does not tell if pipes are clogged. <laughs> well, maybe one pipe. All of our cast iron piping under the house, under the foundation, was corroded and splitting apart. So that went to nineteen thousand. We got a third opinion today, which was about four thousand less. If we do less work that we don't necessarily have to do right now, we could afford. We could okay. not afford. We could postpone doing some of the work in the yard for mm-hmm. you know months down the road yeah if we really need to uh if we do the full job like the other company wants to do it would be about the same money so the and, and on top of that i called my insurance agent today and they won't cover it because all they they don't consider it um they consider it maintenance that pipes are considered maintenance even though they fail like once every 50 years yeah, they consider it maintenance and not part of what you're playing. And if I were to file a claim, it would make it my insurance go, rates go up. So, well, you really may as well not file a claim if they're not going to cover it. Yeah, well, they would cover <laughs> it if if they had to go through my foundation. No, oh, okay, they would cover it if, in any repair, yeah. but they wouldn't cover the actual pipe repair itself. All they cover is the damage to the foundation from getting to the pipes and uh, repairing the foundation itself. <clears throat> None awesome. of the actual repair work. They, yeah, because they consider pipes to be maintenance That's so stupid yeah and so we're looking at you know a 15 to twenty thousand dollar bill here roughly after i mean after taxes i mean i'm sure they'd fix it if like an earthquake broke them in half or something but it's if the actual no, pipes not, because we don't have earthquake coverage here so well no. I, mean, I don't know some some natural disaster of some sort maybe not that specifically but yeah maybe if a tornado got taken out by a tornado well, yeah they may rebuild or, their or house fire or but they would not rebuild the actual pipes <laughs> <laughs> just the house itself nope. you'll have to pay for that one on your own yeah. time 
It's just, it's a fucking Not, fucking not definitely to take their side for sure, but I guess you could... I mean, things do have a shelf life at some point. Sure, they have so a it's sh- not really in, it, insuring it is really against like accidents and shit. They have a, a shelf life, but it's like insuring tires or something. I mean, you know that shit's going to wear but, out at some but point. It, I mean, your roof is covered by insurance, and technically, it has a shelf life as well. I well, mean, it's covered by that, insurance, not just to replace it randomly. If there's actual right. damage to it, that's what I'm saying. But there's actual damage to my pipes as well. But the damage to the roof is from like weather and shit like that. Okay, this is water. I mean, it's. But water goes through pipes all the time. I'm just saying, and, that's where they're coming from. And water comes from the sky all the time. I mean, it's the same bit. They don't cover it for rain. It's more like hail damage and that kind of shit. Still, still it's the same bit. <laughs> like, well, there was a rain shower. We're going to go ahead and replace your roof. It's the same bit. Well. Insurance agent Dustin, I had no idea you were going to take the, the side of the man. I'm just saying. What? I, I would have figured your warranty would have covered it. You would figure, but no, they will only cover $600. Of the entire $20,000 bill. How much did you pay for that warranty? Well, luckily, we didn't pay for it. The previous Uh, homeowner bought it as part of the compensatory package. They must have bought you the cheapest, No, they told us us to pick one, and we picked the... uh, It wasn't quite the top one, which was like $10,000. We picked the mid-range, which was like $7,000. Damn. You pay $7,000, and they pay $600 for repair later. What a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, they cover $600 total of the entire life of the plan. Mm, that's awesome. We've had that and our ice maker fixed, and that's it. <laughs> on the, the entire home warranty, totally worth the seven grand. Sounds, At least yeah. you didn't pay for it. it. Sounds like a good plan. <laughs> that so, sounds terrible. So basically, I'm gonna have to go start putting up some drywall, you know, at the the McDonald's in Las Colinas, uh, to, make, to make up for this uh, the shortfall. But I do wonder, like, I'm start. I, I I know it's being extreme, but I'm like, after the foundation issues I had at my previous house, the pool issues I had at my previous house, this fucking thing, I'm like. Maybe I should. Just, I I just want to buy sell the house and buy a Winnebago and just go live yeah. on the road. Yeah, wanna, that's that's gonna go over well with the spouse. I'm or sure. I want to have like a Thomas truck with a Murphy bed in the back. <laughs> just live there and drift from Walmart to Walmart. We'll have our dogs in the bed. We'll have like you know this fifty square this feet new wave thing called an apartment complex. That's still too much money. I mean, <laughs> how much money do you want to spend? I don't yeah. know. Like nothing. I just want to pay for my RV. Hey, gas. You realize the oh, you realize an RV is not nothing. Yeah. Eh, I'll let their insurance company worry about that. Whose insurance company? Yeah. Yours. What is that? Why uh, would my insurance company purchase you an RV? Because I'm going to have someone hit your truck, and then I'm going to buy a Winnebago with that money, and then that live in it. doesn't make any sense. It's an act of God. Okay. A what? It's an act of God. It's what your insurance covers. Actually, I would like to consider well, this pipe issue an act of God. If someone hits me, that's not an act of God. If God exists, he created water, and water destroyed my pipes. <laughs> so I would like to blame God now. Go ahead and sell that. Oh, dude. Let's you blame God. You case there. Can I sue God for my pipes? Sure. Well, I don't know that you can... I don't know you're going to get anywhere on that one, but you might... You might. You can try it, though. You might, you might actually have a point in a court of law that the water that God built ruined your pipes. I have a so feeling that's not going to win, but I would like to see you try it. Was, it. <laughs> it's worth a shot. I would love to see you try it. <laughs> so let represent... You against a no, generic not, I can't, insurance company. No, I'm going to hire a top-tier attorney like the Hammer, the Texas Hammer. So you're going to waste thousands okay. more dollars to the do Texas that. The Texas Hammer does not fight water cases. <laughs> you don't yeah, know that. I don't know that he's top-tier he's either. The, he's the Texas Hammer. He stands on top of semis in commercials. <laughs> he's dude. Jim Adler, the Texas, Texas Hammer. He's like the Saul Goodman of Dallas. He I don't hammers know and hammers tier. and hammers and hammers. Do you think he does any shady dealings with criminals? <laughs> I would assume so. Oh my God. Him, uh, Brian Long, Longcroft, or what was his name? Longcar. 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 I don't know. I'm not up on the Saul Goodman lawyers. They both hammer and hammer and hammer. Ryan Lawn Carr. He happens to be, his last name happens to be involved in both of the activities that you guys would do if the world were to end. 
mow the lawn and drive. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe he'll be around to hang out with both of us. He's our he's our Jesus. <laughs> maybe I could call him to account for for God. Hey, if that's the case, then maybe he'll represent you for this case. I don't know against his father. I don't know. Might be a tough sell. That's a good point. But wait, what? His father did Jesus. kill him. Oh, gotcha. his father did kill him for no reason. So, well, anyway. Since we're so distracted and off of your story, I guess we should get back to it, right? <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. I'm, I, I know it's in the moment, and I'm, I'm, in, I'm heated in the moment, but I'm just well, so sick of this shit. You also had a couple of the worst things that can happen to somebody that owns a house. Yeah. Having foundation problems in this shit, especially with a slab foundation you have. Which, for those who don't know, who don't live in Texas, we have... We have very we, shifting soil. Very shifting soil here, which is why we can't have basements. And which I fucking love a basement. I want a basement, uh, but we can't have basements here because the ground is constantly shifting. You and can, but they're a big pain in the you ass. Can, but you'll find like routinely with the seasons, the foundation will shift, and like some of your doors won't shut, or yeah, uh, or they they'll shut, but they won't stay closed, or you know, just part of why I'm glad the house we got has a pier and beam in yeah. case any major shit comes up. Oh, it's I, a lot easier. Trust than me, I majorly regret that right now. Like I wish we'd found a way to get pier and beam, but we didn't on this one. But, I mean, like I say, you had some of the worst stuff happen to you at both houses. Yeah. Um, is home ownership worth it? Well, it really just depends on what you're looking to do. Is if it's home ownership? Helm. Hell ownership. Yeah. If, especially if you're not going to stay there for a while, it's definitely not worth it. Um, if you're going to stay there a while, it depends on what you're looking to get out of it. I mean, it depends on where you are, too. Because, like, in, point. in Dallas, the... Uh, Housing market is actually doing pretty well, and you're actually getting a pretty good amount of value. I know. Think about out what of your I, house. Think about what I could sell my house for, and think about the sweet RV I could get with that money. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, you chances are, since you've lived here, you have more equity built up in your house, given the rising house values around here, than even what your plumbing's costing. Toyota Remember? just announced they're doubling their headquarters size and plant. You're oh, did they? Know. So ne- I could really get a sweet RV. You're never going to talk your spouse into that. Yeah, you may as well forget about that. We may Unless have you're to get a divorce. Stupid, we may have to have like, separate RVs. It's just a daydream. Okay, <laughs> she's not going to live in a separate RV from you either. So, you would still you would just own a house and an RV if you <laughs> went right. this route. So it's I don't just going to cost you more. Is sharing the space with you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we could rent a condo for her and an RV for me. <laughs> or maybe I could just take Thomas's truck and live in the back of that. You could just take it. Just take it. Yeah. After the act of God, it'll just, <laughs> just be the bed left, the Murphy bed in the back. You sure can. Six hundred dollars a month. That's what you'll be paying me for it? No. Sweet. <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely, I don't feel like, I'm sorry, I've started to feel lately that people always, like you said earlier today as we were talking about this, that people always say, oh, if you're renting, you're throwing your money away. I don't think so. Yeah. If it affords you the either. lifestyle, I mean. The you're not I, throwing your money away. It's your life, It's your lifestyle choice. Like, right. If you don't want to, exactly. if you don't care about the bigger the, picture of building the equity and all that stuff on top, you avoid all the things like the maintenance. That. So, yeah. And you're paying to have no commitments. Yeah. And yep. if you want to be mobile, it's much better. I mean, there's a lot of, there's reasons for renting. I think the best, the best of both worlds is renting a house. That way you're not responsible. You have a little piece of land that you can squat on and fart mm-hmm. on and play all the audio you want. And then. You it have room for dogs and kids, it, and then it depends. It's not like an apartment like where renting, renting for a house can be so freaking expensive because unless someone has already got that paid off or paid way down, they want what the mortgage is plus more. So right. it can be a more expensive venture. It's definitely more expensive than renting a freaking apartment. Uh, yeah, I don't. Chances I, are it's more expensive. You don't have the commitment, but it's more expensive than owning a house. Well, that, yeah, I can see that. I'll, I wonder how Sands much... Sands $19,000 plumbing bills. Right. I wonder how much that's going to change with everybody moving to Dallas. Uh-huh. Everybody. 
Since they uh, apparently apartments are some of them are doubling their rent right now. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the scarcity issue. Yeah. So will Thomas move into the colony here shortly? Yeah. um, Hell no. Or Capel or whatever. (laughs) Thought it was Capel. Yeah. Yeah. Two very different cities. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Thomas, you'll never buy. I'm moving to a Winnebago and Dustin's staying in his little empire. I'll buy at some point. Maybe. I'm just not going to do it right now. Somewhere in Capel. Hell no. Buy a nice spread in Capel, yeah. <laughs> or White Settlement in Trophy Club. Okay. <laughs> Capel is a long way away from White Settlement. <laughs> God. I just figure White Settlement suits you. Yeah. Yeah, way over in Weatherford. Yeah. So, what have you decided, Mark? I've decided Are you that... going to go and put the house on the market? I, do you I'm want to advertise it. it right now? Yeah. It. Announcing... You want to announce the, uh, the address market? right now? 1100 East Campbell, Suite 210. Now, <laughs> selling the... Ha- Is that your old address? <laughs> no. Oh. Is that your office? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> put that on the market. Yeah. Man. Well, that's that where you go, people. All right. Find Mark Hudson at work. <laughs> you want to see him coding away? I'm hungry. I want some food. I'm it's time for another award-winning edition of the Taste Buddies. Oh. Taste awesome. Buddies, assemble. As soon as I step foot in the shop, I know that I don't know what I want. Chicken donut, coffee kebab, or lamb shish, or a mixed special. Sometimes I get a drink. I'm so hungry, I'm biting my lips. Flipping out just to get a portion of chips. Now we have tonight mm. on the docket. The rare double taste buddies, the double buddies. I don't know that it's that rare. It's not really that, <laughs> done that it's a lot. Rare. Rare time. It's rare for now, for today's episode. Uh, I like how you've been kind enough to get us each an individual one. You already have one. Yeah, I know. That's you have saying. one that's three. Yeah, I know. I like that you're kind enough this. to get. A, oh my gosh, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna chug it. Now, what <laughs> we're about to enjoy here for the first buddy of tastes is the Jack Daniel's Black Jack Cola, which, in theory, I'm not sure we're gonna enjoy it. Uh, in theory, it's supposed to be, what, a Jack and Coke? Hey, just, I understand it? Just so you know, it contains alcohol. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Finally get to taste some alcohol. And now, this is only 4.8% ABV. Premium malt beverage with natural flavors and caramel color added. 10 fluid ounces? What is that, about 9.9 too many? Uh... Crisp taste, served cold. Now You're, you really want a six pack of <laughs> 0.9 fluid ounces? I don't know, but based on the way you talked about it, maybe so. Now, uh, if you want to see pictures maybe. of this beverage, go to Instagram.com/slash The Break Room. But you don't want to, if you or, do, or look up uh, Jack Daniel's Blackjack Cola. Or you could do and that. I'm sure the why, image search will come up on Google. Why are you doing that, dude? We're graming hard over here. Why are you going to ruin our Instagram cart? Uh, I mean, dude. I mean, you won't ever see that there. You got to go to Instagram. Yeah, exactly. This is a. This is not only Jack Daniels. It's a country cocktail. I feel pretty country. I feel pretty just country. Holding it in my hand. You guys want to go ride a, a goat and fuck a cow? Let's do so it with it, our Jack and Coke at the same time. Our Black Jack Cola. So it yeah, smells well, somewhat similar to actual Jack and Coke. It smells like a Janet Lee Coke. It smells like generic cola for sure. So I'm saying a Janet Lee yeah. Coke. Something, maybe an RC. It's got kind of like an, an RC smell. It's got a hint of. Hmm. Hint of uh, cinnamony anus to it, but it's it definitely more cinnamon. I, I smell like less anus. This is definitely a great value or a Janet Lee cola. This is Should no. That, Thomas? This mm-hmm. is no brand name cola. Now maybe it's it's fancy for those that are in Kentucky, where I Jack Daniels yeah. is made. They could probably get bread. fancier than this, couldn't they? Uh, I mean, they got the, like the. Oh God, this I don't bit know. again. 
Well, don't they run like the... Whatever that is, the horse marathon? <laughs> what? You haven't seen these people at the Kentucky the Derby, man? Wait, the horse marathon? <laughs> the Kentucky Derby is yeah. now a horse marathon. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, do you see these fancy pants people at the, you, the Kentucky Derby? You don't think you're gonna... No, no, the horse marathon. <laughs> you like that? Somehow you just became more country than every soul in Kentucky. You guys want to go to a horse marathon? That's sort of... Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's my horses run a long way. <laughs> Perhaps at the Belmont Horse Marathon, they yeah. might also have uh, <clears throat> They probably got fancier stuff than this, right? Although, um, yeah, I mean, it's a good point. I, yeah, I'm pretty Jack sure Daniels that... Daniels itself is fancier than this. I'm yeah. pretty sure that uh, Kentuckians only live on soft drinks and don't actually ever consume water, so... I'm pretty might, sure they live on a lot right. of whiskey, too, though. I'm pretty sure Coca-Cola may be the yep. main sponsor of Kentucky. So. If, uh... If Justified has taught us anything, they drink a lot of whiskey. A lot of whiskey, that is true. yeah. And some Blue Moon occasionally. That's about it. Uh, now, they... I don't know I don't know what to say about it. It's, it looks like Jack Daniels. They put some fancy fonts, put cola in the middle, and it, ta- and it smells like Janet Lee. Now, what does it taste like? I don't know. Uh, it tastes like really, really flat Coke <laughs> with absolutely no Jack Daniels in it. it. Tastes like a bad flat RC or something. It's, you're right. There's a flat component to it. It's flat... Uh, even the fact that it has carbonation, there's almost Barely. no carbonation there. I don't think that doesn't have carbonation. I mean, I, I can taste the bubbles. There's some bubbling at the top a little bit. Yeah, but, but I don't think it's carbonation. And it tastes horrible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see anything about yeah, it. Yeah, there's nothing about it at all. I mean, there, there's a hint of carbonation like any beer. Uh, but this is more of a malt liqueur, I was going to say. But there's carbonation there. It's just not very strong. No, it's not. It's not strong enough. It's got a strong um, Robitussin-y taste. If this is a I premium guess. malt beverage, I'd like to know what this the lower is a, where, where ones is it are. Where premium? It says it on the bottom there. Oh, you're right. It says premium malt beverage just, with natural flavors and caramel color added. I believe Thomas announced that earlier. Yeah, I already did. Yeah, he did. Would you also like to announce that it does contain alcohol? <laughs> now, did you guys also know that this is made by Jack Daniels? And it's called the Black Jack Cola. Well... I don't notice a crisp taste either. It says crisp <laughs> taste. Either. Definitely not crisp. I noticed, I think flat taste I think, would be a lot I think more, medicinal uh, might be the appropriate think, adjective Yeah, like a bad Robitussin. A bad... No, like Robitussin that's about... Bad. Robitussin's way more strong than this is. No, no, that's what that's I'm saying. What I'm saying. It's a bad Robitussin. It's a Robitussin that's about 10 years expired. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not going to do anything <laughs> right. for my cold. And then oh, you mix in some... I'm still ja- coughing after this. And then you mix in some Janet Lee Cole after that. Yeah. Maybe you it's, drink the whole thing, it will do something for your cold. You drink some Robitessa and you're like, eh, and then you, yeah, you chug like a, an RC that's been sitting out for about five days. Yeah, eat a moon pie. Like, that's kind of what it tastes like. This is just one of the worst things to ever exist. It's like Hitler and then this. Well, okay, Hitler, Stalin, and then this. Okay, Hitler, Stalin, uh, uh, Mussolini. Mussolini, Castro, and then this. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. There's some... It's a dictator. Some It's some sort of weird dictator of beverages that dictates nothing other than horrible, horrible taste. The dictator of bad beverages? <laughs> yes, it's the... Worst Hitler, dictator it's, ever. It's the Hitler of beverages. That's horrible. Now... It will last longer. That's the bad taste in your mouth, for sure. I... I it it kind of lingers. a while. There's a cinnamon on the, on the back of my tongue with that, but it doesn't blend well. It's like a bad cinnamon. It's it's a bad cinnamon. It might be okay by itself, but it's all the stuff up front that makes you want to vomit. Or it's a bad ginger gingerbread man or something. There's something there that's... It's like you stuck a gingerbread man in a flat RC. Yeah, it just doesn't jive with the rest of the beverage. I don't know what it is, but it's horrible. Pretty, yeah. I, I, don't know, I don't think it comes to anybody's surprise. Two flaming fucking thumbs down on this bitch. Thomas? Go ahead. I'll give it two flaming thumbs down, too. It's fucking terrible. 
one of the worst pieces of shit I've drank in a while. I'm trying to remember anything we've done that's this bad. Uh, chicken biscuits with uh, spray cheese. Um, yeah, that particular thing was terrible, but the chicken biscuits by themselves were not this bad. The Doritos 3D nacho cheese thing. Oh, from that one was pretty fucking terrible. With the Mountain Dew beverage. Oh, yeah, and then we dipped it in it. <laughs> oh, that was the worst idea ever. The Code Red. Yes, the Code Red. Okay, yeah. The Code Red dipped cheese thing was pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> but, yeah, I give this two flaming thumbs down. It's horrifying. Like, Man. don't ever buy this beverage. It's terrible. Oops. Now, that one was a spontaneous taste, buddies. We, uh... Two flaming thumbs down. Two flaming thumbs down, but a rare victory in the flaming thumb down category. <laughs> now, what we had planned for this week was, uh, Dustin and I both brought the same <laughs> taste the buddy, same taste buddy yeah. last week. We never tell each other what we're bringing oh, yeah. most of the time, but we, we brought the exact same thing. Then Dustin decided to uh, take his home uh, to his yeah. bride. Are they all gone? They're not. We have an entire package here. No, they're not. You talking no. to the person that took it home? Of course no. He, they're not all gone. No. <laughs> of course no. Of course no. Uh, what we're covering tonight is the uh, the newly released Reese's why Peanut you, Butter Cup Why do you have such a Oreo. fetish with picking it out and handing it to us instead of just letting everybody take their own? Because I like to give you bits of my own DNA. At, remember earlier, he reached in his toilet. Mm-hmm. And so we I, have that also. Then yeah, I augured myself. I, I remember. Yeah. And then I augured all three plumbers. <laughs> with what? I'm surprised they didn't whole increase the their price after you did that. <laughs> They'd give me a steep discount. Hey, now. So what was it really? Uh, $45,000.06. I would like to taste it. Now, you. the interesting thing about this, it's it's a regular Oreo on the outside. But interestingly enough, it's the Star Trek... It's like a Star Trek alien in the middle. It's... It's got like a nice combo look. Yeah. It's... Whatever that episode is from Star Trek, where it's the guys that have... They have faces that are one color on one side, another color on the other, and then their enemies are the same race, but their colors are reversed... It's that type of cookie. I don't know the episode name. Yeah. But it was a pivotal episode in Star Trek history in race relations. The only reason that's cool is because you're a nerd. Yeah, it is. But what I'm making the point is, this is the... If there's a cookie equivalent of that episode, it's this. And basically what I'm I'm pointing out to you is that there's a good chance we're going to solve race relations with these cookies. Oh, my God. As we taste these, my buddies. So they smell very peanut buttery. Is there a reason for that? Uh, that's because they are also known as Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Oreos, as I've already said. Mm. Surprisingly, you don't get a strong sense of the Oreo flavor. You don't get a strong Nor sense of it. I smell it from the cracker. I mean, there's yeah. an over, to me, there's an overwhelming... The peanut butter overwhelms it, obviously. Say, there's an peanut overwhelming Reese's. Always, it's yeah. a strong scent, though. It's, exactly. Normally, the Oreo will dominate, because you don't get much scent from the cream. From the normal cream, <laughs> you don't get a lot cream? of scent. Cream? But with cream? this peanut butter's bullshit, or Reese's bullshit... Why is it bullshit? Get, Maybe it's know. great. I'm a big you fan of the Reese's. I'm a, I don't know what I'm saying. Bullshit. You may right. love it. Yeah, uh, You're right. I'm a big fan of the Reese. Whoever Reese is, <laughs> he's my overlord, my candy overlord. He provides you pieces and cups. That's true. So you should like Reese. And egg-shaped and candies and Easter. with which to eat and then vomit and the, again. That's right. <laughs> that's true. When you play too much tackle football yeah. without pads. <laughs> um, tackle football. Tackle How? football. <clears throat> now, what do you without guys... Without pads is definitely the pal. What do you guys feel about the regular Oreo? Because I personally believe it's an overrated cookie. The hell is wrong with you? I think regular Oreos are good. <clears throat> They're okay. If it, sorry, if it weren't for <laughs> <that, laughs> something that's stuck. I tell you what, <laughs> if it weren't for the cream, the Oreo would be a failed cookie. 
Well, yeah, but that's what makes it a cookie, or like an Oreo uh, cookie. Yeah, that's part of what makes it a cookie. Yeah. But I'm saying that's it'll what be makes a, it an Oreo cookie. But you can't say that, okay, we have two. It's got a generic wafer, chocolate wafer, and that's got, not going to be anything. It, but it's like a bitter. It's like you took, like, the. The cousin that has uh, Down syndrome, and he's got like 20 chromosomes as opposed to like missing just one, and you mix it with an okay milk toasty cream, and it makes us so you know an okay cookie. No, you're wrong. I think it's I think it's fine. Or the, if you were to, if you were to take the Oreo cookie, the the outer shell, just get rid of the cream, you would say this is maybe one of the worst things I've ever had in my life. I wouldn't go Whoa. that far, but I definitely. I mean, it wouldn't be that high rated. It might not be a might not be a blackjack cola. Oh God, no! But it's a step. It's a step this, above this that. Stupid ass conversation. If you were to take chocolate chips out of chocolate chip cookies, then it wouldn't be as good. Well, no shit. <laughs> but the cream does you, make the it. The cream Oreo. is part of the but fucking the co- cookie. The cookie is the part that overwhelms everything else. It's the sandwich. I guess I don't get that from it. I don't either. I think the cream balances it out. Now together, they make an okay product. Better, so there are better cookies you, that exist. So you, you think don't Oreos eat them are okay. separately? Yes, but I'm saying if you were the the, the <laughs> outer shell of the cookie, the turtle shell of cookie around the cream, it sucks. It's a it's a horrible shell. It's, it's an overrated shell. It absolutely is. Oh, it's scientists have proved me right. God, you're an idiot. How about the vanilla one? Have you had the vanilla one? Uh yeah, the vanilla is a better cookie. <laughs> That's a better cookie by itself. Absolutely. I think it is better too. Yeah, thank you. You're, but I we but share. I don't, I don't hate the chocolate one like you do, but I do think the vanilla one's better. Now, I realize Thomas has gone through like three of these, but I'm going to taste it. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Lean more into the microphone, please. Mmm. Pretty good. Pretty good balance there. Peanut butter is pretty strong. Yeah. And it's not, uh, it's super artificial. <laughs> well, yeah, but what are you expecting? It's like I, hydrogenated I oils and bits of. <clears throat> Turquoise and shale, just not as cra- quite as creamy as it should be. Um, yeah, but you're not gonna get cream. You're not gonna get a, lot a really of, creamy. Lot of being dropped here. Now, what I would like to see here is the double stuffed Oreo. Cunt. Let's get let's get an equivalent of our Reese's double stuffed Oreo. That would be an award winning cookie. Because you get barely be a any lot Oreo. of filling. Right, a lot of filling. I don't know. That peanut might butter. be overwhelming peanut butter at that point, though. Yeah, it's gonna be too much. The peanut butter overbalances the cookie. Well, but then again, yeah, but then again, if you, it's, if you if you fucking hate the cookie so much, true. Uh, then again, it's half chocolate, half peanut butter, so it may not overwhelm. Maybe maybe a nice balance. I dare Oreo Nabisco to prove me wrong. I think it's got a pretty decent. Like initially, the peanut butter is a little overwhelming. We eat the whole cookie. It's not bad. It's pretty balanced. Like you, I mean, I, I definitely taste like a. Peanut butter cup taste inside of a couple of real cookies. Now, are you guys more of the twist off guys, or are you more of the eat the whole cookie bit? Eat the whole thing. Uh, See, I'll twist occasionally. I've got cream on one side, just a hint of cream on the other. I lick the, the non cream side. Ah, I want to throw it away and shove it down some hobo's throat. Now, if I lick just the cream, which is chocolate on one side, peanut butter on the other, peanut butter substance. Yeah, that's award winning. <laughs> award winning right there. I'll try a twist. Tried the whole thing. I'll try a twist. It actually seems to twist apart even easier than the regular cream. Exactly ones. right. Another uh, point in its favor. <laughs> My God. If you're a fan of the twist, if I like to twist. Yeah. Who doesn't like to twist? It's America's favorite dance. Thomas doesn't like to twist. It's I America's like favorite it. dance, oh. and it's America's favorite move with cookies. He doesn't like it. Yeah, he's a little weird. He doesn't like to dance. 
Although I don't know what you're gonna do in Canada. You know that's the land of happening. You know that's the land of the dance. Is it? Mm-hmm. When you go to Canada and get your ass. You speak through dance in Canada. I'm not sure if you realize that. Okay. I don't know how you're going to get ass up there if you don't dance. I know. How are you going to make it with the Brazilian if you don't dance? Why do I not dance again? I don't know. Because I don't like to twist the goddamn Oreo. And you don't like to twist your body. No, nobody said anything about that. I just said it. Okay, well, it's more I mean, it's false Ameri- claims again, by Mark Again, Hudson. America's favorite dance. It's probably not. No, I ate the cream separately. The cream is pretty damn good. <clears throat> then I ate the cookies by themselves. I don't mind them. There you go. They're not great, but they're not bad. Twist! The cookies, not not that good either. They're they're serviceable. I think they're fine. They're not. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go buy a packet of Oreo. Outer cookies just by themselves. <laughs> like Oreo cream shells. free. What a great marketing slogan. Yeah. But Oreo cream free Oreos. Cream I mean, free Oreos. Cream free. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go. buy nobody, that. Nobody in the history of ever has ever demanded cream free Oreos. You're right. I would agree with that. That's Nobody's why, arguing that's that. That's why at all. the ice cream is called cookies and cream. It's because we all enjoy the cream with a hint of cookie. <laughs> None of this cookie on cookie on cookie action. Well, should have said cream. Who with is some, denying with some this? But you know, that the majority of the cookies and cream is mostly you're cream. You're arguing not about cream. no one, nothing. <laughs> I'm not arguing about anybody. Yeah, you, you're not. I'm <laughs> arguing my point that the cookie sucks. It's the cream. It does not suck. That makes it it's a complete part product. Of the flavor. Well, your argument is that they shouldn't market the cookie by itself, which they never have. <laughs> so I'm not saying that. I'm saying it. yes, you are. I'm they saying say the cookie sucks by itself. They should make they they the cream. The cookie sucks. <laughs> they should make the cookie. Saying, they should make just the fucking cookie without the cream. They should make the cookie even thinner. Less cookie, more cream. Oh this is why God. I like the double and triple stuff. All cream. <laughs> Do cream? they have triple? I believe they at one time they had a. Man, this has got to be the most cream drops ever in an episode cream? for sure. It does. Cream. Cream? I like how the the yeah, Italians twisted it with the chubby checker in the background. It's just like the last nice mashup. It's the Fat Boys. It was gonna bully up the sound over there. He asked me what it was. I was, I was potting <laughs> just, it up so he could hear. It. With it. Good lord! Yeah, we gotta pot up the Italians. That's what you paid him to do. Again, I don't know why you pay him each session to come I in know. here. All you right, should have so bought the checker. song once. I'm gonna give it a thumb up and a thumb sideways, and Marcus is gonna give it two thumbs down. Uh, it is a definite improvement over the regular Oreo, uh, and for that. <clears throat> Because it's uh, much more tasty. I don't know that I would say that. It's different. Well, it's I would cool. say that. Yeah. Okay, you're allowed to say that. I don't know that you would say that. <laughs> I'm allowed, I'm going to say that. I don't know if you guys are going to say this. I, I have no opinion what the audience out there is going to say. But for me, I say two thumbs up. You're not allowed to say that. Because actually, surprisingly, the chocolate half and the peanut butter half works with I think the works. chocolate cookie. Yeah. The bitterness of the... Extremely low-grade chocolate cookie. Oh my god! Works with the low-grade chocolate and the low-grade peanut butter substance. Sometimes I hope you get stranded on a desert island with just yes. cream-free Oreos. A life supply of cream-free Oreos. <laughs> that might be That's my personal hell. <laughs> Two thumbs up. That's I what can't mean. eat this shit. <laughs> with the speaker like hovering above you, that's just blasting the Italian music at you all the time. <laughs> yeah, I might just eat the volleyball and die. I would say the chocolate inside of the cookie in this is what the flavor of the outer cookie should be. 
Yes, they can sir. make it. They can make uh, it that good. Um, and I would say it depends on how you eat it. If you eat it all together and you take a big bite of the peanut butter side, yeah. it's really overwhelming. You might want to take a look and see that you're actually getting a mixed bite, and I think you'll have a better experience. But overall, I would say uh, two thumbs up on that as well. <coughs> I think it was pretty good. It was good. I agree. And a definite improvement on the regular Oreo. Now, there's another variant out there that I want to try, and that's uh, they've released cotton candy Oreos. And oh. I haven't been able to find them yet. Wow. But gross. I think we should try this. They trick that up as much as it's liquid like as it tempers. candy inside the Oreo cookie? It's some sort of cotton candy substance. That sounds gross. Yeah. Just drink your fucking Jack Daniels. <laughs> your Blackjack Cola. So what do we have on the other side? The Rotten Tomatoes game. Rotten Tomatoes game. Hosted by... Uh, me. Dirty Dirty Dustin. You're listening to The Break Room, home of the Mimosa Men. If beer is your preference, check out Brew Bloods at Brew Bloods on Twitter or find us on iTunes. Miss Brown, I'm sorry. It's going to take us a while to evaluate your claim. Ain't nobody got time for that. I can't help you with a rental car. Ain't nobody got time for that. Look, I've got a lot of files to go over. Lord Jesus, watch out now, because I'm calling the strong arm Brian Longcar. You don't have time to play the insurance company's games. I'm attorney Brian Longcar, and I'll get you everything you deserve. Brian Longcar? Now, I do got time for that. Insurance companies rarely play fair and hand over a fair award. They must be hammered and hammered before they see the light. I'm Jim Adler, the Texas Hammer, and I get results. Spokesperson for Jim Adler. Can you prove that? Just listen to this. I hammered and got a client $140,000 after she fractured her back and had a collapsed lung. The proof is in the money. Call me right now. It's hammer time. 713-777-4000. 713-777-4000. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for everyone's favorite game show. It's Rotten Tomatoes Quiz Time! Hey, hey, hey. With your new host. Hey, hey, hey. Dustin Taylor! You forgot to close the door. I can try to do my best at F13, but it's not very good. So. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, is that the whole game hey, show? Uh, is we're just right. trying to do impressions of F13. <laughs> Thomas, let's go. It's your turn. No. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> no one can do an impression of F13. F13 can. He's too unique. It's not an impression, though. It's, it's you, him. It? But what if he were to do an impression of himself? That would be interesting. Would it then blow your mind? Hey, uh, pervert. <laughs> so, what do we have going on today's Rotten Tomatoes game? We have a Rotten Tomatoes game going on, Mark. That's what we have going on today. And I uh, decided to pick ten for this particular game. Ten. So Ten questions? There's ten questions. Ten yeah. answers. If there's two of us playing, we should really have an uneven number of it's questions. It's okay. We'll find a tiebreaker if we run into Okay. That. We probably won't, though. <laughs> God, you can't come up with one on the fly. <laughs> 
Is there Tiebreaker a theme to this Oreo. One? There is a theme to this one. All right. What is it, Dustin? I uh, actually went to our whole reliable list site of complex.com. We've had a few lists come from them over the years. Most okay. of them aren't too good. This one seems a little bit better. So we'll see if uh, anybody agrees with that today. Okay. So this is uh, the best the best movies, the top 10 best movies of the 80s. And what parameters are we playing by there? It's according to complex.com. Okay. I'm saying... What are we guessing? What are what structure? What are we? We're doing answering? what we always do for this game, or what you guys. But have we always might done have new game. listeners. And I'm trying to explain to the new listener. If you give me a second to explain it, I'll explain it. <laughs> Would you explain already? So this is based. You're not on a great game show host. Whatever the uh, Rotten Tomato rating is of the individual movie that is right. going to be mentioned, uh, and whoever gets closest to it wins the point. <laughs> There's not any going over or anything like that. It's just whoever gets closest to it. So I'm not allowed to bet one dollar. You can, but that'll probably be very far from it. Okay. All right. <laughs> but it may be closer to it if Thomas bets 100 and it's or over 99. the 50. yeah. So there you go. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and start off with number 10. Has everybody heard of the movie Stand By Me from 1986? Never heard of it. Um, yes. Never heard of it. Please run it. Run down the entire script and explain the plot. Well, it starts Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton? River Phoenix, Kiefer Sutherland, Corey Feldman, and Jerry O'Connell. And uh, it's about a bunch of kids that go out into the woods. So there you go. That's Stand not a great uh, summary of that yeah. movie. <laughs> not not great. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But you guys have seen it, so. Pow. Or have we? You have. Thomas has not watched anything prior to uh, 1991, well, so. This would prove that theory wrong, then. I know that there's a great cake or pie-eating vomit scene in this movie as well. Is that flip it's, your switch? Uh, pretty much those three, four guys sitting around uh, drinking Epicac and recreating the scene, or the scene that was later recreated on Family Guy. Exactly. That's pretty much it. So that's the movie for you. Does a movie about vomiting, <laughs> what rating does that deserve on the tomato meter? This is 1 to 100%. One of the kids dies by being run over by vomit. Exactly. And I believe um, they certify things fresh over 60? Yeah, 60 or higher. So fresh or not fresh, you'll find out whenever you get to the rating. Like so, anyone can even know that. Mark, would you like to go first? I'm going to say it's fresh with 92%, Bob. 92%. Mm. I'm going to play the strategy of the game and say it's fresh with 91%. And Thomas hits it right on the head. (laughs) 91%. (laughs) (laughs) Not not jaded at all with that. The average user rating is an 8 out of 10. And, um, yeah, I'm not surprised on that. And, uh, yeah. Pretty pretty critically acclaimed film. Yep. Number 9 is a little more questionable, but... Again, this is from Complex.com. This is not my personal list. This would be 1982's The Thing. The what? The Fan? The Thing. The Thing. Which I still have never seen, surprisingly. Kurt Russell, Diabetes Wilford Brimley. (laughs) I don't believe that's his full actor name. I'm pretty sure he's not registered with the SAG. SAG name. No. I think he is. No, no. His full name is Diabetes Wilford Brimley, not Diabetes. Okay. You're pronouncing it wrong. Diabetes Wilford Brimley is an entirely (laughs) different actor. That's an up-and-comer. It's not the classic Wilford Brimley. He's from Okinawa. That's not the walrus-looking Wilford Brimley we're thinking of. Our Diabetes Wilford Brimley is from South Carolina. Right. It also has T.K. Carter, that big uh, name actor. From uh, Gourmet, uh, Good Morning, Miss Bliss. T.K. Carter, the principal, and <laughs> an incredibly shitty movie I cannot remember the name of. That's the best. Yes. And uh, <laughs> sounds like it was influential. Good Morning, Miss Bliss, the precursor <laughs> pre to Save by the Bell. This is one of the uh, John Carpenter films for people that don't know. A horror movie. It is a horror movie, which I've never um, seen. Let's see. I'll go fresh at 
67%. Okay. The thing, what year was this? 1982. 1982. Listen when he says it. Did it star T.K. Carter? <laughs> oh, my God. They were in. They were in the movie. I don't know if it, it would classify them as a star, but and this was diabe- in the film. diabetes. Diabetes, well, really, not yeah. diabetes, not the new diabetes. No. Based on that, I will give it a rating of eighty-four percent. And Mark is closer. It's at eighty percent. Eighty percent fresh. Seven point three uh, average rating. Forty fresh. Ten rotten. Just to give you the break, uh, breakdown. Breakdown? Yep. Number eight. What's the score there, uh, Dustin oh my the God. Tank? After two? He's the one who's keeping track. Oh, I'm not, I'm not. You're not keeping track? I thought you were I keeping Mark track. I thought Mark was. I guess I'm keeping track. I thought you said you weren't doing anything over there, so you would do it. He He's said too I busy was flingering. doing too much over there. ESPN flingering. Yeah. Well, it's one-to-one, if you must know. Yes. So far, it's easy. <laughs> All right. Number- <laughs> God. Number eight. Coming from uh, Robert Zemeckis. Is uh, 1985's Back to the Future. Ooh. This, uh, Definitely is, a... Uh, just to me, to, to go for? Uh, yeah. What the hell for? You'd be going uh, first. Ooh. Back to the Future. Now, Rotten Tomatoes scores are accumulated over time, not within a certain period of the release date, right? I believe they're over time, yeah. Based on the fact that I believe... I believe... Like, what I like to think is, and there's no way to confirm this... Is it probably people at the time did not rate it as well as those who were children at the time and have a nostalgia factor looking back on it? That's a that's a fair assessment, sure. So I'm going to go with a comprehensive score. I see where you're score. going there. You understand my logic, yeah. my science. I see the progress in your mind there. Uh, I'm glad you understand my science. I'm going to go with 77.3%. Okay. And they don't go 0.3, so we'll go oh. 77%. All right. <laughs> Thomas? I'm going to go 82. Thomas is closer with 82. It got uh, 65 fresh, three rotten reviews, which made it 96%. Wow. 96% fresh. Wow. That is higher than I thought it would be. That is higher than I thought it would be as well. What did uh, Back to the Future 3 get? (laughs) No one can know that. Uh, Coming up at number seven, classic 80s action film, Bruce Willis, Die Hard. Ooh, nineteen eighty-eight. It's about Alan Rickman. It's about Alan Rickman getting thrown out of the top and, of buildings. And the guy, the, the, the guy with the beard, <laughs> Bubba. It's not fair Bubby. when you when the you talk about the main villain dying, dying and then say spoiler alert. <laughs> it's about yeah, Alan Rickman. It's about Yippie Kaye motherfucker. And that's what it's about. Hans Bubby. Uh, Thomas, it's your turn. A loose adaptation of uh, the 1979 novel Nothing Lasts Forever, if you didn't know that. Is that I'm a James Bond movie? Fresh at 90%. Bob. Fresh at 90. Mark. Hmm. Well, Rick, I think I'm going to go with. <laughs> just because of Beard Booby, I'm going to go with 92%. And Mark Hudson hits it right on the head 92%. <laughs> 58 fresh, 5 rotten. Wow, Thomas and I are keeping this very rotten tomato-y. We may need a tiebreaker. I guess that means close. I think we're going to have to <laughs> flip a blackjack cola for the win. God, that's already open and lots of cola still Loser in. has to butt chug it. Whoever's nipples show through the shirt first wins the game. <laughs> God. That's the worst game ever. For two of us to play. <laughs> 
It's not near as exciting as the evenings he's had all week with yeah, all, the nipple, all the nipple activity. That's definitely not. All the Brazilian <laughs> waxes. There's been no fucking nipple activity. <laughs> the Brazilian nipple wax, and Brazilians. Canadians and... <laughs> all right. It's been Bush everywhere this week. <laughs> but George Bush, not, not vaginal <laughs> yes. Bush. Lots of George hey, w, Bush. Been hanging out, all week. out with W all week. <laughs> He's also an employee in the establishment of which Thomas works. You might get some action around that if you're hanging out with W.O.E. Yeah, you might get some sweet bush action. Mm -hmm. Of bitches that I fucking hate. Some some, (laughs) some old dub cast-offs. Yeah, who knows? Dub (laughs) cast-offs. I think you have the wrong impression that just wherever the former president goes, he just picks up bitches everywhere. (laughs) Hey, have you seen Fox News? I'm pretty sure he could troll some of that. Pick up plenty of candidates. I don't think any of them are like, man, he's hot. I bet I bet W could pull some ass. If we I bet he to. could. Maybe a lot of those former mega, president. Somebody would do that. All those blonde newscasters on Fox News. I bet he could do that. <sighs> Number six, maybe the most controversial entry uh, in this whole list. Although six. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie. I don't know if it deserves to be quite this highly rated. Whoa! Or on this wait, list. you just gave up part of the rating. I'm talking about for Complex.com. They put this as the oh, top ten. As okay. a top ten. All right, yeah. all right, all right. Fair Fair enough. Enough. I thought you were talking about Rotten Tomatoes. No, uh, you're about, we're about to rage flip this entire table. Start the game. I mean, you could do that anyway if you want. Yes, it's mostly your equipment. Uh, the, <laughs> uh. So this is David Lynch's Blue Velvet oh, from 1986, oh. starring mm, Isabella Rossellini, Dennis Hopper, Laura Dern. This my sh- this is my turn, right? Well, it's a tough one. It's a very quirky film, very oddball. It's um, it's a movie that exists. I don't know that Twin Peaks. I don't know how much critical acclaim it got back in the day. What year the actual is this? TV series. This is 1986. I know Twin Peaks went until the 90s, but I know it didn't get more than two seasons. I'm saying this was pre-Twin Peaks. It so. was. Uh, I'm going to go... Do they say what their list is based on? Is it... I guess they don't say, right? It's just their preference. It's at the top okay. movies. Of the, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, it's a, such a weird movie. It's very weird, but it's... It's so somewhat many, intriguing in a weird way, but I don't know. Like, it's in that odd category of just oddball movies. Yeah. So many fake ears. So much blue velvet. I think there's only one fake ear. But uh, I'm going to say there's based, a lot of puffing in that. Based Putting on, the gas mask on the face. and Yes, based on gas mask, blue velvet, and fake ears, I'm going to go with 68%. Oh All right. Thomas, any thoughts? Based on I know absolutely nothing about the movie. It's got a lot of weird shit in it, and Dennis Hopper's uh, crazy. I got that from Blue Velvet and Fake Ears. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skew towards this person's opinion and hope that it matters and play the game and say 70%. Thomas played the game well. Mm. 56 fresh, 4 rotten, which makes it 93%. Good God. 93% fresh. Okay, quit being... <laughs> An ass to you every time yeah. you actually... Dickhead. <laughs> Thomas has the lead, 3-2. Turn the old Rotten Tomatoes game. And we go back to uh, Thomas the Tank as the starter here. Let's do it. Number five, classic movie. Definitely deserves to be on any top uh, top of the 80s list. This is John Hughes. <clears throat> Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I go fresh with 91. I'm going to go fresh with 94, Bob. 
and Thomas wins again. It's fresh with 80%. Really? Only 80%? 47 uh, fresh, 12 rotten. Wow. So lower than than Blue Velvet. I I guess it's more of a cult film. Thomas takes a commanding Commanding lead. 42, 42, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty much put away over here. No. He's going to have to uh, bring these results to his uh, bush that he's uh, hitting this week. Now, do we have so a look at me double? winning this Rotten Tomatoes Wait, game. It's not a bush. <laughs> Whatever bush it's you're a bush. bush. It's a bush groupy cast off. The bush, a bush, <laughs> Jeb Bush, Jason Bush. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I wasn't talking about W. I was talking about the actual. Billy Bush. Uh, gotcha. uh, bush above the vaginas. His Canadian yeah. bush. His Canadian Brazilian. <laughs> Thanks for not inferring too much. <laughs> My brain doesn't compute. Do you want me to go ahead and just lay it out? Just frankly just go and talk about the old D. <laughs> Uh, Number four. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> this one barely makes the eighties. Coming in uh, in the year nineteen eighty, and this is Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Hmm. It's your turn. The only Stanley Kubrick movie that I can actually stand and actually enjoy. Full Metal Jacket's pretty good. Eh, Have you seen it? I've seen it. Hmm. The first half's good. The second half's terrible. <clears throat> well. Space Odyssey, horrible. We'll agree to disagree on that one, but Space Odyssey is terrible. I'll give you that. That sex movie with Nicole Kidman and Tom Clockwork Cruise? Orange ain't great either. I don't, I don't get it. Clockwork Orange Wait. has interesting moments, oh, but overall... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stanley Kubrick, overrated. I would agree with that, too. Overrated. Um, so, do you believe that everybody thinks that, though? The Shining, though. Definitely his best work, by far, that I've seen. Um... Not true to the book, from what I understand. I'm not a big Stephen King reader. But that on the bragging montage, an effective movie, nonetheless. <laughs> totally silent around it, too. I'm gonna go true. with 82 percent. Thomas the Tank. This is gonna spark some heated debate, but I've never seen this movie. Oh man, that is kind of shocking. No, it's not. It's from 1980. It's not shocking. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now I'm going to play the game again and say 84. What did you say, Mark? 82. I said 82. Thomas takes it even more commandingly. God damn it! It is 92 percent. <laughs> damn it! 58 fresh, five rotten. <sighs> Number three, a film two thirds of us uh, just enjoyed last week. Fast and Furious. Oh, we all enjoyed that. So. <laughs> okay, that's right. This is uh, Spielberg's 82 uh, E.T. E.T. Oh, that's a- A.P. Like the first one on the list D-P. that I'm like, yep, totally get that. Well, Ferris Bueller. I was going to say. This goes to Thomas. Back to the Future. I'm not surprised it's on Oh, Back either. to the Future. Okay, so there's been three of the, what, seven, eight we're on now? Yeah, well, we're up to number three, so yeah. Seven. Three! I mean, I understand why The Shining's on the list, too, I guess. Which one was it again? I already this forgot. is E.T. The Extraterrestrial. Extra right. I'm going to go fresh with 95. Ooh, high rating. Spielberg. Mm. Is high. Mark? He's going big. Am I going to go big or am I going to go home? Probably go home. Well, here's the question. We're at the point that if you don't get this one right, then I'm automatically going to win. That is true. We're also at the point that I'm already at home. 
So I have nowhere to go. So therefore, I have to give rating. You have to give big. Uh, I have to, to go. I have to give big. And I you have, have to, to go, go big, big at home. I have to go Tom Hanks big. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's a, hmm. That sounds right, but it's what, what, not. What was the Tom Thomerson's rating? 95. 95. Tom Thomerson? <laughs> Some stupid shit. <laughs> uh, you know, playing on the nostalgia factor, I'm going to go with 96% Bob. It's a good thing it went big, Mark, because it's 98%. Wow. Man, that is really high. <laughs> 96 fresh, two rotten. All right. <clears throat> number two is a movie I would... Be 5-3 uh, on Thomas's favor. Number two is a movie I'd definitely like to see, two, but I haven't seen yet. Uh, I believe you said two, it was good. Two, Thomas two. probably never will see it, because it's a Martin Scorsese piece. Goodfellas? It's uh, from 1980, oh, Raging Jesus. Bull. Raging Bull, oh, yeah. I've actually never seen Rage Pull either. I thought you had. No, I I, it's it. one of those. It's in my queue. It's like part of the to-do list. You know, no, must okay. watch. Um, Joe Pesci, De Niro. Although I have to say, uh, you know, as far as those types of films go, watched Rocky recently. Overrated. Oh, you're an idiot. I haven't seen Rocky in years, so I don't even remember much of it. It's got its moments. It's got moments. Yeah. Overall. Oh, you're really wrong on that one. So, that aside, uh, Rocky aside... Not having seen it, what year was this? 1980. 80. Raging Bull, De Niro. Uh, go ahead and make a list of the best sports movies and place Raging Bull at the top, is what they say. Wow. I'm going to go with um, 88%, Bob. 88. Random wild guess. Tom Thomerson. <laughs> <laughs> That's just getting a lot of Bush name. Um, I'm going to go with 87, Bob. Did you say 88? I said 88. Goes to Mark. Another 98% fresh movie. Fucking shit. 58 fresh, one rotten. Now, this last one's going to be quite a wild card because I'm quite sure none of us have seen this. Is this the last question? This is the last one. So Thomas wins, right? No, no, I guess yeah. we could tie. You can tie. All right, we could tie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Math is hard. Uh, number one is from uh, Spike Lee and stars Spike Lee. It's from 1989. It's called Do the Right Thing. Oh, my God, dude. Return of the Jedi doesn't make this list? No. It did not. Fuck this uh, list. Have you seen Do the Right Thing? I have not seen Do the Right Thing. I have. I'm not I have, even sure I know what the fuck that is. I can't say I've seen it. What, I, I haven't seen it since probably aired on HBO in the early 90s. It's about uh, the story of racial tensions erupting into violence in the hottest days of summer. That's what the, the theme is here, apparently. Hmm. Do the right thing. So they'd say it's more because of the content, obviously. Uh, revolutionary wait, for the time, apparently. What year was this? Uh, 1989. 89. I'm going to say... 85. 85. Do the right thing. Who else is in this cast? Uh, Aussie Davis. Ruby, Ruby D. Oh, my favorite actor. John Turturro. Ruby Tuesday. Jack Daniels. Gene and Carlo Esposito. Bennigan's. <laughs> Blackjack Cola. Lamp. Uh, Danny Aiello. Wow, this is a tough one. They said this is the best movie of the 80s? They put it this as the best movie of the 80s. This person's list. This is Complex.com's <laughs> best movie of the 80s. <laughs> uh, wow, awesome what was your rating? Thomas the Thompson? 85. 85. I think I have no choice because I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I have no choice but to play the game. No choice. No choice and no choice <laughs> but to play the game. And I am going to go with 
86%. And Mark takes it. God damn it. (laughs) 92%. You got to come up with a tiebreaker. 92% is ridiculous to me for... Maybe it's great, but... Nobody gives a fuck. Stop it. (laughs) it Time for the tiebreaker. Is that a daily double? (laughs) Yes. It's time for the tiebreaker. We should have made number one a daily double. You know shit. (laughs) Okay, we'll just say that. So Mark won. No. No, no. You have to come up with a tiebreaker. (laughs) All right, well, let me get out there. Hang on a second. Vamp. I got, a, I got a good idea. Just fan for a second. Well, I think it's a good idea. It's not this? vamping. In the eyes of a ranger. <laughs> okay. Better know the truth of wrong from right. Back to the Future Part 3. Nice. <laughs> was that in the 80s still? Uh, actually, Is it in the early 90s? It was uh, 1990, so oh, it's a little yeah. out of the 80s, but still. Back to the Future 3. What do you guys think? Higher or lower than the original uh, Back to the Future? Mark, it's yours. <laughs> uh, I think we have to write down our answers separately. <laughs> oh my god. This is the Daily Double. <laughs> Here. This is for 5 million points. We do it. We have to announce them at the same time. We have to write down our answers separately. No. We can't play this whole bullshit. No, it's the Daily Double. <laughs> you want to do a countdown? And in five seconds, we, re- we will release these answers together. Back to the Future 3. Count it down, Mark. <laughs> Seven. Six. Three. Two. One. <laughs> oh, my God. Eighty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> A- three percent. Fucker. Thomas wins. It's oh, 73%. Oh, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it at the same time so we can't play the game. I know. What does Thomas so, win? What does he win? A new modular sofa. All right. You need a sofa. I'll just take it from downstairs on my way out. Built in comfort ornament. And your whole family will enjoy this new color TV. Oh, a new color TV. Color TV. Sweet. Probably upgrade from the black and white. The black and white 60 inch. <laughs> exactly. It's black and white HD. Surprise package worth. $2,699. Oh, man. And you also win this. <laughs> All right. <Ready> yeah, <laughs> no more truck payments for you. Got a brand new car coming. It's the Ford Mustang V6 Coupe Deluxe. Distinctive muscle car styling along with air conditioning and a 4.0 liter V6 engine make this car a blast to drive. Plus 16-inch cast aluminum wheels and 5-speed automatic transmission. The Ford Mustang, a terrific prize worth $20,555. Man, if Mark had won that, he could have sold that and paid for his plumbing. I could have. (laughs) Damn it. Gasoline. High five. Out. Go. Out. Go. You get quite a camel toe shot. So I just want to give a quick shout out to Bert Lynch, who's one of our longtime listeners. He left a comment on the uh, our iTunes uh, profile, whatever we call it, on iTunes, surprisingly <laughs> enough. 
Uh, <laughs> he gave us a review back in March. Is this and a I comment? Had not searched iTunes in a while for it, but I want to thank you for the lovely comment about our show. Uh, if you would do us a favor, is this though, a comment and also leave us a comment on iTunes. Just search the break room where the I think we're finally like the main result on this stupid fucking app. Uh, you I can think find some uh, radio stations break room podcast is up there too. What? They might have overtaken us. What? Out go out. <laughs> Don't ruin my dreams here, Bob. Out go out. Now we're still number one. Oh, number number one. one. Search okay. break room. We're number one. How now there that? is still podkissed slash the kiss room, which is coming in at number two, <laughs> which we need to overtake them. So. If you've not, well, we're already overtaken them. Well, two. we need to continue to overtake them. So, if you've not left us a review on iTunes, we'd appreciate it. Uh, five star reviews is always uh, welcome. Any review, really, but uh, we'd appreciate five stars for sure. Really? Call us at four six nine six six five nine eight two seven. Email us at breakroomshow at gmail dot com. We're on Twitter at twitter.com slash the break room. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash the break room. MySpace, MySpace.com slash the break room. We're on uh, Instagram. Retweet. Instagram.com slash the break room. Uh, what else? Uh, we're on all the I'll things with all the stuff. I'll go out. I'll go out. Uh, thanks go to Vagabond Saints for helping us I'll out with out. our uh, logo. And thanks for all the support from everybody out there. I'll Harbinger, out. Uh, Budgie. All the uh, Harbinger and Budgie. Vagabond Saints, Harbinger and Budgie. Uh, and all out. those people. Uh, we appreciate all of you. I'll thanks again. Travis thanks for the Viking for the retweet. Travis the Viking for the retweet for the other show. Yeah. Um, and hey, uh, don't forget to listen to the Bird Bloods. On brewbloods.net, the beer show, which does not review the Blackjack Coke. Out, go out. 16. You fucked her? In the ass? Paul Walker from Fast and Furious. Stuck vegetables in my ass. Zach Galifianakis? Paul Walker from Fast and Furious. Is she the restaurant aficionado? We just... Zach Galifianakis stuck Text vegetables in my ass. <laughs> Test one, two, three, four. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> picking me up now. All right. Dustin. Check one, two, three, four, one, two. You douched immediately or you called him a douche? Yeah. I cleaned out my vagina shortly after that. <laughs> God damn it, were you rolling on that? <laughs> Bastard. I had a feeling <laughs> I, knew, I knew some gold was coming. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I knew there was something there. <laughs> God, I walk right into these. <laughs> Shove it in my ass. <laughs> I'm done talking. <laughs> that is not good for a podcast. <laughs> One of the principal elements of podcasting is talking. It was really not very smart to have the shittiest <coughs> mic on somebody that's here regularly and having a better one sitting there for <laughs> weeks. Like I said, I'm, eh. I'm, a, I'm a professor of stuff, not of things. Yeah. I don't know mics. I'm not a professor of mics. I'm not either, for sure. I'm just glad you upgraded so I could get the uh, the old arm stand back. Yeah. You should get one of these fancy jobs. This works perfectly fine. Your mom works perfectly fine. That may be true, too. God. She was a pretty good employee, from what I remember. Fucking ass. From what I was told by the superintendent. <laughs> I don't give a fucking ass. Great. It's going to be the he messes with the stand all day episode. I'm trying to get it in the best position for my golden tones. <clears throat> oh, my God. Is that in the Jesus. off position? If only the viewers Hey-o. could see Thompson's eye roll. Head shake, head shake. It's <laughs> <laughs> the sound he actually makes. <laughs> the other, it's the a the tiny other, dust of voice saying head shake, head shake. <laughs> the other good thing from last week that I didn't pull. What, saying that? Him saying that.
You ready to meet some channels there? Paul Walker from Fast and Furious. <laughs> Why would I even say that all together like that? I don't remember, actually. <laughs> Formal Thomas. <laughs> you know, Paul Walker, like, like we didn't all know who I was talking about. <laughs> well, he could have been referring to the band director. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> I like the giggle at the end, too. Paul Walker from Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> from Fast and Furious. We gotta play that every fucking week, don't we? What do we do now? You ready? Yep. <laughs> did you actually get the vagina thing at the beginning of this? Oh, fuck yeah, I did. 